You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Hey guys, welcome to Black Hollywood Live's The Beat. Before we get started, you know we need our dance break. Oh, we got the couch going on. How hard over here. Hey. What is it? You know the song? Oh my gosh. I'm breaking up. Oh my gosh. And someone sampled it. Very famous sampled this song. Does the couch... I, I think the couch think has the, the answer. Can, can somebody give me a hand first? Alright, I'll tell you this. Uh, Men in Black, Fresh Prince, <laughs> I mean, I know the sampled movie. the store song. All right, can we go to the couch? Is, is, is it Will Smith? And the beat goes on. Do you know who sings Will Smith. it? The Whispers. No, uh, Will Smith sampled it for Miami. The heat is on, on, I don't think to the break of dawn. I could have sang it, but I couldn't tell you that. <laughs> it's all good. We, we always go through this. No, uh, nobody's ever got it here. I Brooke would got it. Brooke is the old school. That's where my frustration came from. <laughs> well, before we get started, I want to thank y'all for finally coming in. This is Gifted Nation. Yeah. I'm very yes. excited to have y'all in. We have thank Jazz. You. Jazz, yes. We have Brooke. Yes. <laughs> or is it Brooke or Brookie? Is Brookie a Either nickname one. that you got? Yes. Yeah. And Madeline. Hi, I'm Madeline. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Thank you guys for coming in. Uh, Gifted Nations. I've been researching y'all, and I love the message. I love what Gifted Nations stands for. Um, I'm not going to say it. I want, through your words, to kind of express what Gifted Nations is and why is it important in 2014 that we need a group like you ladies. Well, the first part of Gifted Nations... Um, we're gifted. We sing, we dance, we act. We're also very strong in our academics. All of us are 3.5 or higher National Honor Society. So that's the gifted part of our name. So we're pretty, <laughs> pretty gifted in not just the musical areas, but all across the board. Hey, Jez, aren't you, aren't you president of something? You know what? Yeah. Let me tell you, girl. I ran for vice. I ran for president because, you know, I got to go above and beyond. And this kid <laughs> that his presentation was on Flappy Bird, he got, he got, he won president, so I'm hey, vice president, Flappy but I'm good though. That's the only reason why. I Wait mean, a minute. Flappy, Flappy Bird. Bird. Yeah. His presentation was on Flappy Bird. And I had, I had like breakdowns of like mm. powerful quotes and everything. I was prepared. Yeah. This kid got president. Flappy Bird. It's just because it's so popular. It is. But I'm you vice president. Next so. year, would it, he wouldn't have won presidency. No. If it was next year. <laughs> Flappy, like, Flappy Bird will be. Flappy Bird is so mm. Right. <laughs> right. But Madeline, what's, uh, say, tell us for Why nations. in 2014... All right, nations. Go on. Yeah, go with nations. Um, so nations is because we're all different ethnicities. We have African American, Caucasian. In case you can't tell, because I know it's hard. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and broke is Salvadorian. So it's just showing that no matter what you look like on the outside, um, no matter what your skin is, whatever, um, we're all the same on the inside, and we can all be best friends like us. <laughs> and so, um, how did it organically kind of come together for you, the three of you guys to create this group? Well, Jazz's mom, Antina, she's our manager, she formed the group, and Jazz and I had actually met on the set of a music video. We were there for three days, and we started hanging out, and we became friends, and, you know, 
all that stuff. And when her mom formed the group, she called me. She was like, oh, what about Madeline? Doesn't she sing and dance and act? And Jazz is like, yeah, that would be awesome, since she already knew me. So she called me, and I came in and auditioned, and it just worked out. Just like that. Mm -hmm. And so, Brooke, <laughs> you got involved later? Yes. How so? I came after Madeline. Um, well, they, Antina, our manager, had actually already been through eight girls, and they didn't work out. And then on the last girl, she was the Latina component of the group, and Antina was just, like, at the end. She, was, she went to her prayer closet that night, and she was just crying in tears, and she was just telling God that um, she needs him to send her another girl because she, did, she needed a sign. She needed to know that, um, that this was what he wanted her to be doing right now. The very next day, <laughs> um, she, my parents sat next to her in a restaurant, and, um, and remember that I'm, I live in Simi Valley, and mm -hmm. she lives in L.A., so it was just God. Yes, and <laughs> and um and then she noticed that my mother, my mom was Latina, and um she heard my parents talking about how their daughter sings. She looked up my Facebook to make a to make sure that it was clean and everything, no vulgar language, and then made a, set up a meeting and that's why I became bang. part of the group. <laughs> well, so let's kind of break it apart. I want to know what you guys were doing before Gifted Nations. Like kind of you, you guys said you met on a music video set. Mm -hmm. So you guys obviously are in the entertainment world, you, you know, going on auditions and things like that. Being so young and being a female in the industry. Mm -hmm. Kind of tell me about that before Gifted Nations. Like, what were you guys doing before? What kind of was the buildup that it kind of was like, this group makes sense? Let's start with you, Jen. Well, I started singing in second grade. That's when I knew I wanted to sing. I remember the song. It was Listen by Beyonce from Dreamgirls. <laughs> I killed that song. But um, my mom, she worked in musical theater, and my brother was in musical theater, so I was always constantly around that. And so when I saw the people dancing and just, I was like, that's what I want to do. So that was like the pre-stages and I was, act I'm actually originally from Seattle, Washington. So okay. came out to LA, you know, did the whole audition thing. What was that like going, coming from Seattle to LA and kind of being thrown in the it's, audition world? I thought it would be a lot drastic, like it would be crazy, but because Seattle is a lot different from California weather-wise, of course, out here right now it's 100 degrees in Seattle. It's and probably it rains like once a year. 60, <laughs> yeah, so weather-wise it was different, but just being thrown into it, I don't feel like I was actually quote-unquote thrown into it because that's what I wanted. This is what you I wanted to prepped. do. Yeah, so I was ready for it. I was ready to take it on, but audition life is not easy because like you travel from audition to audition to audition and maybe get one yes out of... 50 auditions because we're in a city filled with thousands of people just like me and Madeline and Brooke who want that same exact role so it's tough but so how do you guys take no when, uh, when you know you go to auditions how do you know what's some advice you would give to girls out there who keep trying and you know auditioning and keep getting that no and just to keep your faith up how, how did you guys do that um, we know you're definitely gonna get a lot more no's before you get that final yes but we always try to take it in a positive way and look at it and take it back to ourselves and say, how can we improve? And we listen to people's advice because they always have feedback for us. So instead of looking at it in a bad way, we always try to turn it around and think of how we can grow from it and take their advice. And like Antina always says, she always says, keep it moving. So. <laughs> well, and so Antina was in Jazz's life very strong. And so what about you, Maddie? What, 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 where did your... What were you doing at that video set at that day? You know, what, what, what was your path to get there? Well, just like jazz, I've been singing for as long as I can remember. 
I've always loved it. Um, my mom has home videos of me scrubbing the floor, singing Annie songs, singing <laughs> It's a Hard Knock Life. Um, that was my favorite movie. Um, but before this, I was actually really into acting, which I still am, but now I'm more focused on music. And that's how I met Jazz. We were, it was like an extra job, so it was through acting that mm. I got hooked mm. up with her. Very cool. And Brooke, what about you? What were you doing? Well, I was actually not really into... Um, the entertainment business before I joined Gifted Nations. Um, I had been working with a vocal coach for a few months, and I had actually just um, sang in front of a lot of people for the first time, like really? probably a month before I joined the group. Um, I was at a quinceanera, and they forced me to sing <laughs> Happy Birthday in Spanish, and I was, at the time, I was really not comfortable with singing <laughs> in Spanish, first of all. And it was twins. They were twins. So it was double the amount of people there. It was just, it was horrifying. But it turned out um, I was happy after I did it. And then I joined my church um, choir um, probably two weeks later after that. And then two weeks after that, um, my parents met Antina. So you weren't involved with the entertainment business. What kind of got you to be like, you know what? I want to get take vo vocal lessons. I want to... You know, let's see where this can go. What made you... Well, I always wanted to be in the entertainment business. I just didn't know how to mm. go about it, you know. So God made it happen for me, which I knew he would. But <laughs> And so now you guys are together, Gifted mm -hmm. Nations. Uh, we have a music video that we're going to play called Turned Up. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this song. Because well, obviously we all know what Turned <laughs> Up is. Up. It's such a, you know, a huge phrase in pop mm -hmm. culture. Why was that important for you guys to put that out there as a video? Well, basically this song, um, we're trying to just tell people to forget about all the problems that you're going through and just sometimes just let go and be with your friends and party. Enjoy you know, life. Just have, yeah, enjoy life. And we were sitting in the studio and we were like, we need to write a song. We need to come up with something. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what do we say all the time? And we would, we would always say, like, turn up, turned up, you know, just like popular things. Yeah. So we were like, let's sing about turned <laughs> up. It's almost similar-esque to a modern day dancing in the streets I, I, I got from it. So we're going to take a look here. Turned up, Gifted Nations. Esta noche vamos a una fiesta. Turned up, 
Alright, so you guys put a music video out here. What was it like filming the video? But This is your first music video? Yes. yes. What was it like? You're on set for your own music video. You're filming your music video. You're not mm. extras for somebody right, else. Right. You're, you're filming your music video. What was that like for you guys? It was really exciting. I remember that day. It was super hot and we we got like really tired because we were there all day. But just the thought that we were, like you said, they're doing our own music video right. just kept us going and it was so much fun. We what? went all these different locations. We went... Um, we went on a subway and filmed. That was really fun. And all those extras, to... all those people in the background that you saw, those are like real people. Yeah. Like they were not hired. They <laughs> we were just like dull. And they was all just chilling, having fun. They was loving that. Yeah, energy, huh? yeah. Well, so, you know, within that, a big part of Gifted Nations is you guys want to preach positivity. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's where I get the whole dancing in the street. It just seems like everybody come together. Mm -hmm. um, why is that so important to you guys? You guys are involved with like working with a lot of people uh, involved with uh, bullying, anti-bullying, um, HIV. Why are, why is this stuff important? Why is it important for you guys to reach out to your community and really be that kind of a role model? Well, I know for us, our parents are a huge influence in our lives. So my mom, their parents have always been I'm saying give back. So that's all we know. That's what we know that every human being is supposed to be doing in life, to give back and give to the less fortunate. So, um, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just like second nature just to do that. What about you guys? I agree with Jazz. Um, and it also feels really good to give back. It's, you know, they always say it's better to give than to receive. And so it helps us feel like we're not just doing this for the fun and just to try to get famous, but we're also doing it to have a positive influence on people around us. Yeah, I agree with Jazz about the um, our parents just having such a big influence on us because when I was young, I used to go to Skid Row every weekend with my parents and they used to just um, give out clothes to the homeless and one time they had nothing else to give, but there was still one more person, so my mom gave away her shoes. Mm. And my dad was saying that he was ashamed when he got back in the car that he still had his shoes on his feet. Wow. And um, so, yeah, it's mainly, I would say, it's because of our parents. And also the bullying part would be, I've been bullied before. I know these two girls, they've had their situations. And so it's just a part of us. It's Talk about that. Talk a, a little bit in depth about the bullying. You know, we see to not your specifics or unless you want to share that. Uh, but it's such a uh, bullying's been around for years, you know, and now we're making such a big uh, uh, creating such an awareness about it mm -hmm. um, with you guys. You know, you've been through it. So you understand the struggle that, you know, other people are going through. How you you say, your motto is changing the world one song at a time. Um, how is it that through music you guys want to kind of establish that? Is it through being role models? Is it through your lyrics, or is it kind of just all of that combined? I would say all, all of combined, it. yeah. Because mm -hmm. as audience members of today's pop culture, we don't just look at music; we look at their personal lives, right. how they're acting. So we have to make sure we carry ourselves like the role models that we are know we know we're supposed to be so it's through our actions through partnering with other nonprofits through our music so it's all of it in one and you need to we know that you need to practice what you preach so we mm -hmm. can't just be singing about one thing and then acting a total different way right. is there any uh growing up watching the industry like you were saying watching pop culture we've become this 
world where it's not just about the music. Now mm -hmm. we're caring about what this person's doing. And wait, Rihanna does this, uh, but she's singing about this. Uh, looking at some of the role models out there today, um, mm -hmm. is there anyone out there that you, you guys look up to as far as you followed their career and kind of like wanted to fall in their placement? Or I think as a group, we look up to TLC. Um, I get that from you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you get the vibe. Get the vibe. They do. they had the same same message as us. So um, TLC as a group, but I personally look up to Beyonce. Love I know, Beyonce. I know, it's so cliche, but Beyonce, like cliche, she's cliche. she's just so amazing. She's Beyonce. On the, she's Beyonce. She's like Beyonce. just leave it at that. She's Beyonce. Yeah, you can't really you Explain can't try it. to justify it. It's just a, like a truth. Yeah. <laughs> What about you guys? And who are your role models? I look up to Taylor Swift. I kind of have, I don't know if you can hear when I sing, I kind of sound country a little bit. Taylor S. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I like Taylor Swift and Demi Lovato. I'm really into the pop kind of country realm, so. What is it about them? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming Beyonce, it's just the Beyonce. <laughs> right. Beyonce. Just leave it there, Beyonce. Is it that, uh, what do you look for in artists? Is it lyrics? Is it more, like, especially with those kind uh -huh. of uh, singers, they very. I mean, they write their own music. What is it about those? Taylor Swift is an amazing songwriter. You just, like, listen to her songs, and she just puts them together so well, and she writes them also. I love that about her. And then Demi Lovato just has an amazing range. I would love to be able to sing as high and low as her someday. She, her voice is just amazing, and she uses it so well. And, Brooke, what about you? Well, I love Prince and <laughs> J. Cole. Um, <laughs> Very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Um, Why? I think, well, there's a specific song by J. Cole. It's called The Lost Ones. Yeah. And I just love that song. I watch, When I watched the music video for the first time, I don't know why I cried. It didn't even relate to me in any way, but just the way he, he arranged the verses, like showing um, the man's point of view during a pregnancy and the woman's point of view. And then he's talking about, because um, the song is all about abortion, and it's talking about, like, what about your seed mm -hmm. to the man? Like, don't give this child up. So it just made me cry. Wow, that's And deep. then also Prince, I think he's obviously just <laughs> an amazing performer. And his lyrics as well, he uses a lot of um, religious things in there. And just Do you have his a favorite metaphors. Prince song? Uh, that's, like, a crazy question. I, well, I love, <laughs> I like the song Little Red Corvette. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think that it's cool the the metaphor that he used there. I just I th yeah, All right. <laughs> I love it. Now, mm -hmm. as far as you guys, when working on material, what what's important to you? How what, kind of talk to me about how it organically comes together in the studio? Do you guys write? Some people write poetry, and you know they bring it to the studio and try to fit it with a beat. Some people they sit in the studio with producers. And the producer's working on the beat, and they're like, oh, shoot, wait, let's think of this. So, you you know, you guys are talking about turned up. You know, we're thinking about things that we like to do. So how does it kind of organically come together when it comes to writing your own material? It's always different. Sometimes we'll hear the beat first, and we're like, oh, this kind of sounds like a mellow, like, laid back, just, like, chilling with your friend song or, like, a party song. So sometimes it comes with the beat, and then we come up with the lyrics, and then sometimes, like, turned up, we just have an idea, and then they create the beat off of our idea. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool that they can do that. 
And then do you guys, I mean, as three girls, we've always heard within girl groups, there's drama, there's <laughs> all this, you know, I can't work with her, I want to <laughs> sing. And how do you guys stay, I mean, obviously your family seems to kind of have knocked some sense into y'all. <laughs> shout so, out to them. Shout Hopefully. out to them. I, and I love that because, you know, as someone with parents like that, I can sense it from you guys. So kind of tell me about that, what it's like working with girls and, you know, you guys didn't know each other and so to kind of form that bond within the group how is that how do you guys stay so attached how do you guys allow each other to stay balanced within the group well we're friends first we I look at these two as my sisters that I never had my best friend so that's what I go in with it and then when we're in the studio it's kind of or whatever we're doing it's kind of easier because it's like I said you're working with a best friend not just some person you just met so being that we're friends and we did have such a close bond like when we met it was like hey girl <laughs> so it was a click so it's that's obviously a plus that we're like close it is funny that you said you know they just put us together because Sometimes I know people form groups because they're already friends, and then they decide, like, oh, we all we love singing, let's right. do it. Yeah, <laughs> But it's really cool how it worked out that we all like each other so much when we were just <laughs> put together, because we really do get along, and we have similar personalities, so it's It's good. interesting that the morals that each of you guys mm -hmm. have, and just the way that you all found each other, mm -hmm. and just what Gifted Nation stands for, it just, it really does make sense. It just clicks. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. Brilliant! Now... <laughs> I need to, to, I like to do this. I want y'all to give me a little, you know, taste of some live singing. Mm, okay. All right. Yes. Because I wasn't going to ask because I always don't like to put people on the spot, but I seen y'all on an interview red carpet. I was like, oh, they're going <laughs> to sing live on a red me. carpet. They're going to sing for me. Right, okay. right. Now, because y'all, they done blow me away during sound check, y'all. So, oh, thank you. Yes. Now, I know Mama wants y'all to sing Stay, but we'll do that one in a little bit. <laughs> But I would like for y'all to sing the Mama song. Okay. The Mama song. I love the Mama, the mama song. song. What's that the song mama called? Song. Wings. Wings. By Little Mix. By Little Mix. Yeah. All right. I'm a cut by the Mama song. The mama remixed song. by <laughs> Gifted Nations. Here Thank we go. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Mama told me not to waste my life. She said, spread your wings, my little butterfly. Don't let what they say keep you up at night. And they can't detain you. These wings are made to fly. And we'll let nobody bring us down. No matter what you say, you won't hurt me. No matter if I fall from the sky. These wings are made to fly. Ow! <laughs> you got, uh, like harmonizing just being able to come together as friends uh how do you guys work as far as like like flowing like mel harmony wise i guess that would be is that something that just you think like because our personalities click so well it just our voices blend together so well like i don't know how that works i'm not <laughs> in a group like so harmonies like anybody in the music industry that like knows music they know harmonies are tough it does not matter yeah. if we're best friends or if we just met harmonies are tough so it takes a lot a lot of practice and then even once you practice your note and then you have to come in with two other voices <laughs> you're just like wait what just happened <laughs> so 
So it's almost double the work than if you were to be your own. You know, you have to, okay, I got a good, I've been practicing on my own. Right. Now let's, oop, all right, wait, (laughs) this ain't going to work. Hold on, wait a minute. (laughs) Right, right. And you have to make sure that it all blends Mm because if somebody is like way high, like um, volume wise, and somebody is just like in a whisper, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work like like that. Hear all three notes. And we practice a lot, not just with the songs that we're learning for ourselves. Mm But we're just like walking around with each other. We're like in Hollywood Boulevard, walking <laughs> up and down the street. Just like we're like, okay, what song do you want to do? And then right. we pick a song, and then the other two come in, and we all harmonize on it. Once we were at like Chick Fil A, because you mm-hmm. know we like to get out. Oh, I mean some Chick Fil A. We're at Chick Fil A, and we <laughs> have this. Sauce. Yes, <laughs> we um we're going over waterfalls by TLC. And we were repeating the chorus like this back and forth. And, and this guy was just like, was can you so shut mad. up? And we're just like, you know what? Just, we're <laughs> no, practicing. he didn't say he that. He didn't say that. He no, said no. it with his eyes. With his oh, face. Right. I was <laughs> like... <laughs> You know with the face you can see everything, yeah. but he was like, "It's because we just did it over and the same over and over <laughs> so many times." Can y'all sing, sing me some waterfalls? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love just it. Y'all go. I'm just gonna take y'all with me and just tell y'all to play whenever. <laughs> go ahead. Ready? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I know you would rather have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you're moving too fast. Yes, I love it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So Gifted Nations, what's going on with an album? An album? Well, we're actually going to the studio tomorrow. So excited working with a new producer. So we're obviously working on new music. So stay tuned, all that jazz and more info. What do you guys want to talk about to your fans? Well, we're teenage girls, so we're obviously. Well, what's gonna, going on in your life? You know, we're obviously boys. Talk about it. No, I'm just painting our nails. You know, we're yeah. obviously going to talk about teenage things, boys. Um, what does teenagers go through? Well, wait, you what know, what like, do teenagers go through? In 2014, what are some issues that teenagers are going through? What are you guys going through? What are some things that you specifically, let's go through each one of you. Brooke, let's start with you. What is it that in your life, you're a teenage girl, that you want to reach out to your audience? Specifically you, your brain. What is it that you want to reach out to people and talk about? I would say that one problem that I've had before and I still deal with sometimes is just being self-conscious, you know, sometimes you're just not confident with the way you look or your tap. For me, sometimes my talent, I feel like I like I don't measure up sometimes, but you you can't let that stop you. That should be your motivation to just excel and get better and just prove to people that you can do it, mm. that you may not be there now, but when you keep working on it, you will make it. How'd you get there to, to be able to look at yourself and tell yourself that? I would say my parents. Mm. My dad, especially my dad, he's just, he's there for me through everything that I go through. And when I'm just feeling like kind of lost or just down, he's just there to, he gives me the best pep talks. Mm-hmm. I love my mom. Her pep talks are not that great. <laughs> <laughs> just tell um, it like it is. She's just, she's a very feisty person. So Mama sometimes just like, no. She'd be like, Brooke, they're, they're get, not, get it together, bro. They're not good answers. <laughs> but my dad, I just love my dad. He just helps me through it. Oh, and what about for you? Well, Brooke kind of stole my answer, (laughs) but I have another thing, too. I think a big thing with being young is so many people think almost that they're not good enough and they can't make it to do what they want to do, and I think that also goes with what Brooke said about being confident in yourself, and 
I think you should just go after your dream no matter what it is. If you want to be a doctor or a singer, what we're doing, anything, just don't let anybody tell you what you can't do and keep going for it as long as it's where your heart's at. And was it your family that kind of put that in there? Was it life experiences? Were you like, you know what, even though everyone told me I can't do this, I'm still going to keep doing it? Both. Um, I've always wanted this. I remember, like, in middle school, people would, I would ask people what they wanted to be when they grew up, and they'd be like, oh, I don't know. And I'd be like, you don't know? Because <laughs> I just knew so much, like, this is it, and there's no other way. And they thought I was crazy, but I was like, okay, whatever. And my parents have just always supported me. They've always done as much as they could to make sure I was where I needed to be. They all, they give up so much for me, so both. But yeah, it's just funny. People are like, okay, you're crazy. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to make it. <laughs> I got this. And yeah. Jazz? Um, what those two said, confidence. When we look at tabloids and things, we see these perfectly beautiful women with these tiny waists. And as a teenage girl, we're like, oh, I want, I want a longer hair or a smaller nose. And so you really just have to come and be like, you know what? I am beautiful. Okay. My mama and my daddy made me like this, and I am beautiful. <laughs> but another thing I would say is for ladies to have respect for themselves. Now, I know, I, I know, I got respect for myself. I know, you know. But when I, I, scroll, when I, scroll, when I scroll through <laughs> Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and some of these mm. ladies that are my age just posting pictures, and I'm like, girl, get yourself together. You can't, I feel like if you want a guy to respect you, you have to have respect for yourself. And if they see you with barely any clothes on, they're going to be like, oh, she cool, I can get her. So, you know. But do you, you know, to me, I, I trust me, girl, when I walk down the street and I'll be seeing some of these girls, I'm like, Girl, I know your mother did not. My, you like that? My, I'll tell you this. My mom took me to a Destiny's Child concert one time, and she mm -hmm. really chased a girl down and told her that she should not be wearing what she was wearing. Really? I was like, Mom. But so, <laughs> within that, where do you think that that comes from with, with, with girls? you think? I mean, I, me personally, I take it. A lot of people who come from broken families, they look at the in music industry almost as... Beyonce is my family. Rihanna is my family. We look up to these people like icons and, you know, I don't want no beehive coming for me, but we, you know, it's about what a lot of artists put out there. And so when you guys are walking through your school halls and, you know, looking at this, is that something that, how do you not fall into that? How do you keep it together and say, you know what, this is the role that I want to live and I'm not going to fall into temptation? And which God plays a big part in that. And so kind of talk to me about religion or, or your spiritualness within the music industry and kind of not falling into temptation. I would say that personally, I, I believe that I'm a very um, independent person. Um, I try not, I don't even hang around with that many people at school. I have two main best friends at my school named Joaquin and Andre. And I just feel like they don't—they don't do things that I wouldn't um, that I wouldn't want to be associated with, mm -hmm. you know. So I think they're just great friends, and they don't cause drama, you know. They're two guys, so they're not looking for any drama like a lot of the past girlfriends that I've had. Girlfriends, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah. So that's—I just feel like I'm very independent. I don't need to be what everybody else is and a lot of people that are doing that they aren't as religious as I am and I'm very proud um to say that I'm a Christian girl I grew up in 
church with my family. So I just, I base my, my morals off of God. I totally agree with Brooke. You can't, you can't make it your business what somebody else is doing. That's why you just have to associate yourself with good people. And I think that's also part of what keeps you in the right spot is grounding yourself with people around you who are going to tell you when you do something wrong and be like, hey, like, you know, um, keep you humble and keep you down to earth with being in the business. Anything to add to that, Jazz? I got to say my mama because I don't, <laughs> don't want to say she's crazy, but she's she she keeps me in check. Like she like, I'm, Jasmine, I'm a little scary your, on my she, she knows my Facebook password. Not saying I would do anything right. crazy, but she knows my Facebook password, my Twitter password, my Instagram. So if she sees anything, she'll quickly be like, Jasmine, excuse me? <laughs> so Not saying I do like... anything, but she would quickly. So there's a little fear in there. So she right. keeps me in line fear. and in check, but there, I love her for it. There you go. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming in today. For your fans, where can your fans and new fans follow you guys? Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vine, Reverb Nation, all social media. Just anything you can think of. Look us up at Gifted Nations. Gifted Nations. Now, hold the, shut that song off because we, we got one more song. <laughs> oh, oh. Now, as much as I don't want y'all to go and I want you to stay... <laughs> Can I get some Rihanna? A lot. I had to do a segue, sorry. You want to hear stay? I want to hear stay. All right. And I know Mama want to hear stay. All right. I'll start from round. Okay. Round and around and around and around we go. Oh, now tell me now, tell me now, tell me now you know. Not really sure how to feel about it Something in the way you move Makes me feel like I can't live without you And it takes me all the way I want you to stay Oh, y'all did that. Thank you guys for Thank coming you. in one more time. Thank Everyone you can follow you guys at Gifted Nations Gifted everywhere. Nations. Everywhere. everywhere. All right, and we can expect new music very soon. Very, very soon. You guys are going to have to come in, uh, come back in, and we're going to have fun again. We're yeah. going to play. Y'all going to sing. We're going to throw some this. trending topics. Yes. All right. Cool. Make sure you guys hit us up at BHL Online and Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, the Beat TV on Instagram. Tweet me at DJ Jesse J. Until next week. Peace. From producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.